Good afternoon. This is a public hearing regarding adoption of regulations for the safe drug disposal stewardship ordinance. The date is Monday, March 20th. The time is 2.01 p.m. Please note that the random cell phones, pagers, and similar devices can still happen virtually and is still prohibited. Please ensure your device is silent. Public comment will be available for each item on the agenda. Each speaker will be allowed three minutes to speak. Opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via phone by calling 1-415-655-0001, entering access code 2597-488-0802, and the meeting password, which is CCSF. Once connected, dial star 3 to get to the speaker queue. Best practices are to call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly, and turn down any other devices. Alternatively, you may submit public comment by email to the department's Commission Affairs Officer at environment at sfgov.org. Comments submitted via email will be posted on the department website and will be included as part of the official hearing file. My name is Kyle Weiner, Commission Affairs Officer at the San Francisco Environment Department. I'm joined by my colleague, Christopher Lester, Special Waste Disposal Analyst at the Environment Department. And with that, we can proceed to item two. Presentation on regulations for the Safe Drug Disposal Stewardship Ordinance. The speaker is Christopher Lester, Special Waste Disposal Analyst, San Francisco Environment Department. The explanatory document is the draft regulations. Chris, the floor is yours. All right, thank you so much, Kyle. Wait until those slides get loaded and we'll jump in. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, Chris Lester, San Francisco Environment Department, here to give you a update on our proposed regulations for the Safe Drug Disposal Stewardship Ordinance, or SDDSO. Next slide, slide please. So first, a little bit of background on the ordinance. The Safe Drug Disposal Stewardship Ordinance was signed into law in March 2015. The ordinance is based on an extended producer responsibility or EPR approach, which requires medicine manufacturers called producers in the ordinance that sell their products into San Francisco to operate and fund a collection program for residents to dispose of their unwanted medicines in a secure and environmentally sound manner. Medicine producers can operate their programs individually, jointly with other producers, or through a product stewardship organization that operates a program on producers' behalf. Next slide. The ordinance establishes requirements for producers, stewardship plan operators, and the environment department itself. These requirements can be broadly be bucketed into three categories. Collection system requirements, which establish the type of collection services that shall be provided to residents, and the amount or convenience of the collection services themselves. Next slide. The ordinance also establishes requirements for the promotion system to ensure the medicine collection program is broadly promoted to residents, medicine prescribers, and others in the healthcare and veterinary communities. Next slide, please. And finally, the ordinance establishes reporting requirements for medicine producers and or the product stewardship organizations that are operating programs on their behalf and for the environment department to report to the board of supervisors and the public on the ordinance implementation status. Next slide, please. In terms of statutory authority, section 2214A of the ordinance authorizes the director of the environment department to adopt rules necessary to implement, administer, and enforce the ordinance requirements following public notice and a hearing. Next slide, please. 
In July 2016, the Environment Department promulgated Regulation SFE-16-01-SDDSO, hereafter referred to as the 2016 Regulations. The 2016 Regulations primarily clarified the Ordinance's outreach requirements by detailing minimum requirements for outreach program design, outreach program reporting, outreach effectiveness, and outreach coordination. Next slide. In the six and a half years since adoption of the 2016 regulations, the Environment Department has identified needed improvements to the regulations to formalize and standardize administrative processes, expand outreach guidance and requirements, clarify coordination requirements to ensure multiple stewardship plan operators are collaborating effectively, memorialize conditions of stewardship plan approvals, and incorporate best practices and insights we've gained from implementation. Next slide. The following slides will summarize the proposed regulations by section. Please note this content is intended to broadly describe the proposed regulations and is not comprehensive. All capitalized terms reflect terms that have been defined in the ordinance or the proposed regulations. Next slide, please. Section D, stewardship plan participation, review and approval, changes and discontinuation. This section would Clarify process for producers to form a new stewardship plan. Standardize SFE's public comment process for proposed stewardship plans. Establish minimum requirements that a proposed stewardship plan's collection system shall meet prior to approval. Establish common language for substantive change proposals and non-substantive change notifications. And establish procedures for discontinuation or withdrawal of approval of a stewardship plan. Next. Section E, Outreach Program Design. This section would establish design parameters for each stewardship plan's outreach program, provide guidance on messages to be used in the stewardship plan's outreach program, and require stewardship plans to provide written outreach materials to pharmacies, medical and veterinary practices, and SFE for dissemination to residents. Next slide, please. Section F, Single System Promotion. This section would Establish a process for incorporating new stewardship plans into the existing coordinated single system of promotion. Require periodic review of each stewardship plan's outreach materials to update the design and visual elements. Formalize the single system of promotion that, that the two existing approved stewardship plan operators have implemented. And require the jointly operated website and telephone call center to provide support for residents that have a visual or physical impairment. Next slide, please. Section G, biennial surveys. This section would establish a process for new and existing stewardship plans to jointly conduct the biennial surveys of residents and healthcare professionals required in the ordinance. Require the biennial survey of residents to be conducted such that the survey respondents are proportional to San Francisco's racial and language usage demographics and require the biennial surveys of residents and healthcare professionals to be conducted with a margin of error of plus minus 3.5 points or less. Next slide, please. Section H, outreach effectiveness. This section would establish 50% resident awareness as measured by the biennial survey of residents as the primary metric of outreach effectiveness. Expand the 50% resident awareness requirement to include residents that responded to the biennial survey of residents in Spanish, Chinese, Russian, or Tagalog. 
Require stewardship plans to submit a written proposal for additional outreach that will be undertaken to increase resident awareness if results of the biannual survey of residents shows less than 50% awareness. And require stewardship plans to review and update their existing outreach materials in coordination with other approved stewardship plans on a biannual basis. Next slide, please. <clears throat> Section I, collection system requirements. This section would require stewardship plans to regularly contact slash visit participating kiosk drop-off sites and mailback envelope distribution sites to confirm participation in the stewardship plan and to provide training and support. Formalize an alternative convenience standard to quantify the number of mailback envelope distribution sites and collection events a stewardship plan is required to provide in districts where the stewardship plan is operating fewer than five kiosk drop-off sites and establish requirements for holding collection events, including event scheduling, duration, and promotion. Next, please. Section J, reporting requirements. This section would formalize quarterly re reporting requirements that were originally established as conditions of stewardship plan approval, such as review of new pre-filled injector and or inhaler products approved by the FDA and reporting the number of help desk requests received. Require stewardship plans to report on a quarterly basis the total weight of covered drugs collected each kiosk drop-off site in the prior quarter. And expand re reporting requirements pertaining to collection and disposal of covered drugs and outreach activities that each stewardship plan is required to include in its annual report. Next slide, please. And that concludes my presentation. Thank you everyone that attended today, and we appreciate your interest and support for safe medicine disposal. I'll hand it back to you, Kyle. Great, thank you, Chris. We will now open it up to public comment. Just one moment. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on the proposed regulations should now press star three to be added to the speaker queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And I will pause for a moment while the access code and instructions are displayed on the screen. Just going to wait another 10 seconds or so just to give everyone an opportunity to raise their hand. And we do have several calls in the queue. Just one moment.
Hello, caller, you're unmuted. Your three minutes begin now. Good afternoon. My name is Adam Graham with MR Intelligence. On February 27th, MR provided written comments in response to San Francisco Environment Department's proposed regulations implementing the Safe Drug Disposal Stewardship Ordinance, Ordinance Number 3115. MR appreciates being able to serve the city residents in its Safe Drug Disposal Stewardship Program and values the opportunity to provide comments to the proposed regulations. MR would like to emphasize the importance of increased access to program services among city residents and the means by which this is achieved with multiple program operators working in coordination and by providing alternative methods of meeting convenience requirements, which are authorized under federal DEA regulations, including long-term care, hospice, and drug treatment facilities. MR believes that the inclusion and implementation of the aforementioned leads to increased options, heightened awareness, and equal access for all city residents. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. We'll proceed to the next caller. Hello, caller. Can you okay? you did your three minutes begin now. Can you hear me okay, Kyle? Yes. Thank you. Uh, good afternoon and thank you for the opportunity to speak today. My name is Dr. Victoria Travis. I'm the National Program Director at MedProject. MedProject is a nonprofit organization that operates safe, effective, and compliant medication return programs on behalf of pharmaceutical manufacturers. And we currently operate 17 approved programs in California that cover every existing local and state mandated program. To begin, I want to thank San Francisco for working with MedProject for many years together toward the goal of improved community safety through the secure collection of unwanted drugs from the homes of residents and the successful education of residents on safe storage and disposal. Since 2017, MedProject has provided enormous benefit to San Francisco residents by collecting over 135,000 pounds of unwanted medicine from households through a network of what now consists of over 60 conveniently located drop-off sites. MedProject not only sustained services, but in fact added drop-off sites during the COVID pandemic to increase access for residents. Further, MedProject's Med outreach and education efforts have resulted in over 65 million impressions in San Francisco alone, stemming from our comprehensive media education and outreach programs that included digital radio and television campaigns, distribution of signage and brochures, and social media postings. MedProject submitted written comments on these draft regulations, and I'm here to emphasize the risk of undermining the program as a whole if the draft regulations are approved as written. This draft creates an uneven playing field by allowing other programs to operate at a level of service far below the approved and operating MedProject plan. We hope that San Francisco will not institute these regulatory changes that would create unfairness and inequities for San Francisco residents, MedProject, and manufacturers as well. 
The draft regulations create a race to the bottom scenario because they allow less robust programs to operate at lower cost. As drafted, they would allow these less robust programs to continue providing reduced levels of service while MedProject's high quality long-standing services funded by its participating producers provide the bulk of drug take back services to San Francisco residents. For example, with far greater numbers of collection drop-off sites provided by MedProject. Unfortunately, the result is that producers will be incentivized to switch to lower cost programs to cut costs. And ultimately, the overall program in San Francisco will suffer due to the reduced level of services. This is bad public policy for San Francisco and clearly inconsistent with the objectives of the ordinance. Plainly, all program operators must be held to the same standard. I'd like to thank the city and county of San Francisco for the opportunity to comment and for working with my project as we have successfully provided services to the residents of San Francisco for many, many years. I'm available to answer any questions you might have. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. And just to be sure that everyone has had an opportunity to comment on the proposed regulations, we're going to display the public comment card and instructions one more time. Just one more moment. Again, if you wish to make a public comment on this item, please dial star three to be added to the speaker queue. For anyone on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. We'll just display the public comment code and instructions on the screen for another 30 seconds or so. We may have one additional caller in the queue. Just one moment. Hello, caller. You're unmuted. Your three minutes begin now. Thank you for the opportunity to speak on this important matter. My name is Irina Butler. I am the Vice President of Compliance for the Pharmaceutical Products Stewardship Work Group. PPSWG is an association with over 700 members and affiliated companies that produce a broad spectrum of pharmaceutical products. 
We rely on our subsidiary MedProject to implement household drug take-back programs across the country, including in San Francisco, on behalf of our members. PPSWG strongly believes that the proposed regulations must require each stewardship plan to satisfy the same standards and interpretations. If the proposed regulations do not require all stewardship programs to provide a comparable level of comprehensive and compliant services to San Francisco residents, producers are likely to seek cost savings by joining a less comprehensive stewardship plan. Over time, this will create a race to the bottom among stewardship plans, reducing the level of product stewardship services available in San Francisco. Our concerns about a race to the bottom were strongly reaffirmed by the 2021 annual report filed by INMAR, the other drug take-back program operator in San Francisco. This report makes plain that INMAR has operated a much less robust program in San Francisco than MedProjects. Let's look at the bottom line. The INMAR annual report states that the total INMAR expenditures were only $205,000 and the total amount of unwanted medicine collected was 380 pounds. Contrast these results with MedProjects collection of over 24,000 pounds of unwanted medicine in 2021 with total MedProject plan expenditures of over $970,000. To say the least, this disparity in program operations does not represent a level playing field for plan operators. As written, the proposed regulations would allow such disparity to continue, endangering product stewardship services for the residents of San Francisco. For example, the alternative convenience standard in the proposed regulations would allow a plan operator to provide a minimal number of kiosks without making a determination or requiring a program operator to make any determination that the at least five kiosks per supervisorial district convenience standard cannot be met due to a lack of drop-off sites in a supervisory district. Thank you for your consideration of these remarks. Thank you for your comment. And we are going to display the access card and instructions one final time before we wrap up today's hearing. Once again, if you would like to make a public comment on the proposed regulations, please press the added to the speaker queue. For anyone on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. Okay, and seeing no further callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. Christopher, is there anything else that you'd like to add today? I'd just like to uh, recognize and thank the stakeholders and attendees for their thoughtful written and oral feedback and engagement throughout this process. Um, and you, Kyle, as well, for helping us with this public hearing. Thank you so much.
Great. Thank you, Chris. And with that, we can proceed to item three adjournment. The hearing is adjourned. The time is 2.25 p.m. Thank you very much for joining us today.